Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. I'm Lucy Porter and am I being unreasonable to use a toilet brush? No, you're not, Lucy. I love toilet brushes. I'm Asma Mir, and I'm definitely not being unreasonable to think that cornflakes just taste different these days. They do, don't they? They're just not the same. This podcast is your definitive guide to one of the UK's most loved and lauded forums, courtesy of Mumsnet. And Lucy and I come together every week with the help of celebrity and expert guests to celebrate Am I Being Unreasonable and its users. Sounds more than reasonable to me. And welcome to Am I Being Unreasonable, where we take another look at the wonderful world of everyone's favourite online forum. On today's episode, we hear some frankly award-winning resignation stories and we also debate what makes somebody posh. I'm very posh. I shall shall tell you all about that. And on the phone, Guardian columnist Tim Dowling will give his quick-fire definitive verdict on some lingering threads. Now, we've all had those kind of jobs and bosses which encourage fantasies of elaborate and dramatic ways of resigning. (laughs) I know I have. Uh, And so one poster has exactly this kind of dilemma. She asked, am I being unreasonable to ask for the worst way to resign? Brackets petty. Which I I love. Petty level one. (laughs) Yeah, I would put brackets petty after everything I ever say. Brackets petty. Um... (laughs) Uh, so basically, she or he has been working for a bitchy micromanaging boss for Mm-mm. almost a year. I'm within tasting distance of a new job and I'm fantasizing about ways I can get her back for months of nitpicking and holding annual leave requests over my head by making my resignation as annoying and inconvenient as I can. I'm thinking of sending the email at either before a long meeting she has to chair at 4.55 on a Friday. <laughs> Or the morning of her going away on holiday. I love this. Just the idea of um, how can you resign in, you know, not, I mean, someone said in a later post, which I love, that they're fantasizing about resigning from their job and they are picturing fireworks and a mariachi band, (laughs) which I love, but that is not petty. That is glamorous and glorious. Because I think there is something, isn't there, about when someone's been really... Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, actually, no, you can't go five minutes early today. You know, you're like... Oh. Well, it's about taking back control. It's which, taking back you know, is very important nowadays. Very fashionable. <laughs> but yes, when you feel like... Because I used to work for someone who uh, listened to my phone calls and then used to make fun of things I said on the phone. Like what? Uh, so I, I will often end a phone call by saying, all right, take care. Right? Yeah. I mean, I know. Controversial. It, bit naff, <laughs> but it just, you know, it would slip out. I probably don't do it anymore, yeah, but at that nice. time anyway. But I was like, all right, take care. And he used to go, take care. <gasps> I'll take care. And, it, you know, oh. and I was like, well, I am from Croydon, but there's no need to do that. You know, that, that's not an accent that I'm, I'm posh, as we will establish <laughs> later on. Um, but yeah, and he used to go, I'll take care, take care. 
bye, see ya. And oh, it drove goodness. me absolutely mad. And But he was an arsehole in so many ways. But that was the one that really stuck with me. And so uh, when eventually I did get another job and um, I uh, wrote him the resignation letter. And of course, at the end, I went, thanks very much. Take care. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. It was tiny, but it felt so good. That is so good. I mean, the thing is that this poster has picked the right word because it is a fantasy. It's a fantasy yeah. that we all have. We mm. hate our job. But you know what? I have got some advice for you. Please, please, please wait until you have the offer written in yeah. a contract before you do anything crazy. A friend of mine, she did exactly the same thing. Um, she had a big kind of like blowout row, like, yeah, and another thing, and another thing, and another thing, and then walked out. Um, and it wasn't that she didn't get the new job. It was that she had like underestimated her holiday or something. So oh. she had to come back in. Oh, <laughs> awkward. Do, do an extra five days or oh something like that. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd just go for broke in those five days. Wouldn't you? you would just come into work in a jester's hat every day. And just, oh my but it just God. takes the steam out of your, yes. you know, kind of dramatic exit, which well, we'd all love to do, wouldn't we? But also in most <clears> industries, <throat> you might well rub up against that person again. So arsehole yep. boss from my uh, thinker, I have subsequently had to sort of see around and oh. I've never had to work for him again. But, you know, that... It, it, most industries are quite little you could do what one poster suggested which is um hand it into her in plenty of time with a smile on your face and kill her with kindness project happiness and lust for life and moving forward it'll kill her slower it's always but that's always the best advice isn't it all the best revenge is living well and oh don't be bitter move on with your life oh just be a positive person great good for you but inside we all want the child inside us yeah i'm gonna leave prawns in the curtains i'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna, because there were some great some people had done some really quite bad things so their boss had like unprotected bits of their email and she'd put passwords on which the boss should have done and could have got in trouble for not having password protected her stuff so she wouldn't be able to go to IT and say I don't know what the passwords are because a disgruntled employee did it that was quite good I thought and all of those um, some the, my favourite 100% favourite one was somebody's secretary got sacked and they sent to print on every printer on every Love floor this. the boss's diary but not all of the diary just the Botox and hair plugs appointments <laughs> okay I need to know what's a hair plug I don't know what's a hair plug it's a you put plugs of hair in um it's normally men I think isn't it it's sort oh. of if you're balding oh I need some then of you them. have a hair plug which is awful shaming people for baldness and I'm Absolutely. not advocating no. that or indeed for Botox it's people can do whatever they want but the idea of sort of it is that you would never do it because it is horrible, but the idea of some kind of public humiliation. I mean, it's only human. We must Are be you feeling a bit bad though, Lucy? I am sort of backpedaling frantically here going, oh my God, actually, no, that is really terrible. But do you know what? We are only human. We are weak yep. and feeble humans and we mm-hmm. have horrible urges and impulses sometimes and we don't act on them, mm-hmm. but it's not wrong to acknowledge them. Absolutely. On a public forum. <laughs> But yes, anyway, if you are going to resign, then it it's, it's either do it nicely and do that thing of living my best life and I'm just really looking forward to my new challenges. I'm rising above it all. That's fine. Um, or fireworks in the mariachi band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no in between. I hate you. La 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 la. <laughs> I hate you so much. I am leaving my job. 
something that really <laughs> caught my eye on the forum um, was, I suppose, well, are you posh or are you not? The way we perceive other people. Mm-hmm. Um, someone can think you're posh. Someone else can think you're common. You know, we're obsessed by class in the UK, oh, aren't we? Oh, I mean, we... let's face it. We like oh, to think we're not, but we are. Oh, um, yes. So here we go. Am I being unreasonable to think that I'm not posh? I recently had a plumber over to fit a new tap as the old one was kaput. He told me he thought I was very posh while I gave him a mug of tea. Mug in inverted commas. Uh, so she's Wasn't thinking. She's yeah. thinking. She's establishing her not posh. Damn right, she's in there. Yes. Uh, this was in our tiny two-bed flat that we just scraped her forward. Not in a very nice area. I do have a posh accent. Hints of Lancashire. I work for a big firm in the city. I did go to Oxford. I do sound a bit posh, and I do write well. And then it just goes on and on. What kind of school you went to, what your mum did, what your dad did, blah, 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 all the rest of it. It's just one of these weird things because my husband very much is like, oh, I'm working class. I was born working class. I'll always be working class. And I'm Mm. like, "Mm, I'm not sure about that anyway. Mm. And then because I'm from Glasgow, a lot of people are like, well, you're not posh because you're from Glasgow. Whereas people from Glasgow know that I am posh. It's funny. Born posh and I'll die posh. (laughs) That to me is a very BBC (laughs) thing though, that it's like you you have a regional accent. Mm, You can't be posh. That's the not posh quota. I know. It's extraordinary, isn't it's it? It's funny. Um, because you're clearly posh. Thank you. I mean, gosh. how can you tell? <laughs> is, it, is it the way that I take my glasses on uh, and off? That, well, it, it is funny, isn't it? Because I don't know what posh means, and I do think like we are completely obsessed with class in this country. And doing um, stand-up comedy is my day job. And when you go to other countries, you realise what other people's obsessions are. So in America, it's it's race. So. Um, everyone, every American comedian comes on stage and they talk about their kind of ethnic background and they mm. go, hey, look at me, this Polish guy up here. Or, hey, <laughs> I'm Irish. And you're like, no, you're all American. What are you talking about? Stop it. But they, it's the first thing. It's like you need to say what your kind of ethnic background is. And um, in this country, I think, I mean, over and above everything else, it is the audience are judging where you are, mm. you know, super posh. So yeah. you've got your, like, your Miles Jupp. Um, type comics who is Jack Whitehall posh posh Jack Whitehall I mean even Michael McIntyre who I wouldn't you know but he's yeah he's in the posh class Mm. or then you've got sort of um you know, Frankie I Boyle. Guess. Yeah, <laughs> who is? I don't even know if he's posh, but he's Glaswegian. Uh, yeah, so there you go. You see, so he gets see. that. You know, or Kevin Bridges, or um, you know, Peter Kay. I think people go, "Oh, Peter Kay must be sort of salt of the earth working class." Mm. But you know, you don't know. It's just that there's a regional accent, and and then there's sort of everyone else is kind of floating around in the middle. And I think the truth is, most of us are kind of floating around in the middle somewhere, mm. and we're not landed gentry. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know, but it is, I, I, I mean, I am obsessed with that, I'll be honest with you, because I always thought that I was quite posh, because mm. um, I grew up in a three-bedroom semi-detached house in Croydon, <laughs> thank you very much, you know, <laughs> so I was like, I'm middle class, that's that's me, I'm quite posh, and then I sort of met other people who were like, properly posh, 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 mm. and I'm like, oh, I'm not posh at all. <laughs> Um, but I suppose there's a difference between being posh and rich. That's the other thing, isn't it? Yes. I think people get too mixed up. Because this poster says that she... I think, did she say she went to boarding school? I think she did. No, her dad went to her boarding school. Her dad went to boarding school. So if you go to boarding school, that means that your parents are rich. But that does that make you posh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I have know. no idea. The reason I like being called posh sometimes is when it is clearly just someone taking the mickey. Like one poster said... Um, my darling husband says this when I drink my lager from a glass rather than the tin. <laughs> and that's what I... Or if I eat my chips with a fork instead of my fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all that stuff. Milk, tea, you know, milk in first. Is it your dinner? Is it your tea? I yes. mean, it's mind-boggling. I do like the person who says, you're not posh if you have to ask. 
Oh, hello. Mm-hmm. My husband is a little bit posher than me. Um, yeah, because he's like upper middle class, and I would say I'm lower middle class. So my thing about that is both our families had holiday homes, but O'Neill's had wheels. <laughs> I think that you know I, I know I'm just repeating my material but that kind of does the job of what the the difference is but and he hates being called posh yeah because he didn't he went to like a a fee paying school which to me is like there is no if your parents paid for you to go to school mm. that makes you posh but then actually a lot of people scrimp and save and they you know they have nothing but they send their kids to like school but it's still you've still you're still posh. But you? you know what? There are exceptions to everything. There is the mm. immigrant caveat, which is, yeah, yeah, I went to a fee-paying school, but, you know, my parents, that's what they wanted for their, yes. you know, they were immigrants and they came here and then everyone lets you yeah. off the hook. I've played that card. Have you? Yeah, Irish dad, <laughs> Irish dad. Well, also, because that weird thing of when, because my mum and dad were both properly working class, by any definition you wish to apply mm. no one in the family had been to university everyone was involved in kind of manual labor of some description but they became middle class I would say and they yeah. but my mum because she was from Coventry but she cultivated a little bit of a you know a sort of a nothingy accent like I've got really uh, or slightly middle class let's say it let's say it a slightly middle class <laughs> accent and so she was sort of accepted as middle class oh. But my dad never lost his very strong accent. And so he, I think, never felt that he was perceived um, as posh yeah. in the same way. It's true. Yeah. It's absolutely true. So the question was, am I being unreasonable to think I am not posh? So, I mean, I suppose, I mean, everyone's saying, yes, she is being, being unreasonable because they think because she they is think posh. Because they think she's posh. But I think she's not being unreasonable at all to ask that question because no. none of us really know what posh exactly. is. Exactly. And it is, we're all confused. And we will never know. It's like Brexit. You'll never You'll know. You'll never know. Some of us think we're posh, <laughs> but we're not. Others vice versa. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the ABU A-List Adjudicator of the Week. And now joining us on the phone is journalist and bluegrass band member Tim Dowling, who is here to give a definitive quickfire verdict on some burning questions. Thank you so much for joining us, Tim. You're very welcome. Uh, Are you ready to give your verdict on some dilemmas? Uh, I think so. You are our A-list adjudicator. So uh, the first thing I'm going to ask you is, am I being unreasonable to ask if you know anything about sheep? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes. Okay, fair enough. Asma? Um, am I being unreasonable, Tim, to want help with laundry? 
Uh, no. <laughs> I know the answer. That was definitive. You clearly, yeah. No, that was. Yeah. Yeah, I, knew it was I know what right I'm supposed to say. Exactly. Yeah. Am I being unreasonable to spend sixty pounds on two bras? Do you know? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you, there was no right it's... answer for you there. Too, was there? I think so. I think that sounds like a lot, but. Well, we, we can discuss this afterwards. I'll, I'll <laughs> let you know. It's not. Okay. Am I being unreasonable to have a song that makes me weep for no reason? No. <laughs> no. And finally, am I being unreasonable to put my foot down about the curtains? <laughs> <laughs> Um, God, there's a whole story there, isn't there? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Oh. That I'm right about how, this, how that narrative spins out. Thank you very much. That was, uh, I You're very welcome. The fact there was only one refusal there, which was the bra yeah, issue, which, the to bra. be fair, you're, you're clearly not an expert, and that's fine. Um, I, I've never seen one with a price tag on it, as far as oh, I know. Oh, I like your style. <laughs> <laughs> I said that in a rather creepy way. I'm sorry. Yeah. So you did say it's not unreasonable to have a song that makes me weep for no reason. Yeah, that's true. I think yeah, there's always one, isn't there? You mm. sort of don't know. You don't know what's gonna. You don't know when it's coming, and it, it sort of you inhale, and suddenly your throat closes. I've got a really embarrassing one. What's yours? It's um, it's separate lives by Phil Collins oh, and Marilyn somebody. Yes, and it's an I I mean Phil oh. Collins is not really my bag and no. there is no, I don't know why but that song has always just made me go a little oh, bit and it, it's often on the heart or magic. But listen, Tim, you were very definitive. You said that um that we were being unreasonable to put our foot down about the curtains. So what, yeah. why, why would that be unreasonable? Maybe these curtains are net <laughs> curtains. I mean, come on. Well, there's, it's very unclear who's who in that story. And what, what kind of, you know, somebody is saying something bad about the curtains and someone, someone's for the curtains and someone's against the curtains, mm. but I'm, I don't know who. I've always thought of myself as someone who does the world a great service by not caring much about curtains one way or the other. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes you want someone who's going to say, "Yeah, I like the pinch pleats, but are they going to work in the summer?" Extra and sometimes you just want someone pleats. who's going to say, "Yeah, fine, whatever." Yeah, and that's oh. me. The world needs more oh, of you. I'm absolutely. The I'm the same. I'm not. Curtains couldn't be. I mean, even net curtains, which I know do get people very <laughs> agitated. I don't. Get yeah, they do. Well, you know, it's you... very cultural. It's a. Very, it's like if you're American, you don't. You don't even know what people mean by net curtain. Yes. Well, it's the same with vile. string vests. People say string vests, and you go, "Why would you make a vest out of?" <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the point? I mean, what what protection does it afford you? Is it just to hold your clothes slightly away from your body? <laughs> you, it's to keep all the hairs in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's like made out of fishing net. What's the point? Yeah. And do you know what? I wouldn't know how much one cost. Definitely nope, not, not sixty pounds for two. I can tell Definitely you that not. right now. <laughs> so is that is that a lot for a bra? Or is no, that... that's about I thirty mean, quid for a bra. But yeah, that that's, is a that's a lot. No, I would say well normally Marks and Spencers you get mm. it's, it's, it's about eighteen quid, now, isn't it? It would be about twenty eight pound for two, 
Um, Ooh, it's very precise. You get a white and a grey or a white and a black oh, for £28. It's, it's like when um, we bought a mattress and my husband wanted to spend what I considered an eye-watering amount of money on a mattress. Mm. But I relented because, like you, Tim, I am one. I, I roll over in domestic disputes. That's my role. <laughs> yeah. um, and we got the mattress. And it is really nice. And actually, his reasoning was, you know, we sleep on it every day. Um, well, every night. We're very conventional like that. And... Um, <laughs> But, and it's worth it. And I kind of think bras, it's the same It's the same thing, isn't it? With a bra, you're wearing that. Yeah. My wife's logic about the expensive mattress was that it would be the last one we'd ever have to buy. Uh, oh. Oh, why? Which upset me a little. Yes. She said, this will, not, this will see us out. After 70, you don't buy a new mattress anyway, do you? You just don't live you? in the dent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a depressing picture. With you all just the painted. Just living in a dent. That's what I'm going to end up Maybe I'm being naive. Maybe. Maybe. Well, if our our listeners who have passed 70 could tell us, are you all sleeping in dents? I'm pretty sure they're still buying mattresses, Tim. Lovely we got to speak to you while you're still with us. Tim, you. you know, it's it's good that we've caught you in these final years, yeah. in the final thank mattress you. years of your life. And thank you so much for helping us out with these thorny yes. dilemmas uh, and for being so reasonable about our reasonable and unreasonable <laughs> requests. Thank you so much, Tim. There will be another A-list adjudicator next week. A couple of weeks ago, our producer Amanda... She went on the forum to ask your opinion about if I'm being unreasonable to hate overzealous customer service. And even though, Asma, I know you think I should get over it and just appreciate people doing their job properly, I'm pleased to say that the forum users came out on my side. Oh, you're I basked a cruel lot. in the glory of well, uh, being agreed with. But are there any updates, Asma? Well, the thing is. Mm is that it's interesting to hear the other side. It is, isn't, isn't it? it? Uh, here's one here. I work in retail and I have to upsell two different items per transaction. Mm. Then I have to ask if they have a store card or would they like one. Yeah, I think I know Failure to do so will bring mm. disciplinary action. Oh, no, don't tell me do that. Do you want that on your conscience? I really don't because well, I always say, oh, no, I don't want another store card. Oh, oh, I've got too many. Oh. oh, I always lose them. And I see them looking at me like I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> Just take a store card, yeah. and I, that's what I will do in well, future. Now I know that. Well, here's another I'll one. I'll just um, take the blooming card. Yeah. Uh, I worked in a certain store temporarily a few Christmases ago. They literally tell you that you have to engage with every customer when they come in, or you'll get into trouble. I only lasted a couple of weeks. It was excruciating having to talk with people who were clearly irritated with the store experience. Well, I think my heart is breaking. It is awful, and having. I mean, I've worked in retail, and it was not like that. I think it is a more modern thing. You have given me pause for thought there, Good. actually, forum users. And um, what I will do is I will take it up with the manager. In fact, what I'll do is just say, can I speak to your manager? And then just <gasps> refuse to leave them alone. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I haven't got the time to engage. Let's be honest. Well, I've got a lot of time on my hands. So uh, uh, rather than, you know, rather than be dismissive with the poor people who are let's face it just trying to do their jobs mm. well even the managers probably are. what i will do is go to head office <laughs> and i think i know the one where they always try and upsell you and they always ask you if you've got the card i think i know who that is um so i'm going to go to their head office and just stand outside and every time people are trying to get out for their lunch <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, sorry can i just stop you for a minute well, um can i just ask you what sandwich is, you're going to be having yeah is that we we obviously disagree on this but having said all of that the bulk 
of the mm. replies are coming down on your side. Um, I agree, it completely turns me off buying something, especially yeah. large purchases. If I want to book a holiday or visit a travel agent, then want to mull it over in my head for a day until I'm happy with the decision. The second I feel I'm being forced into a decision, I close down and plan my escape. Yes, <laughs> yes. I think that's the thing is it's counterproductive for them as mm. well. You know, we need to enforce this message. I think you're right. Um, I think, though, to put this issue to bed once and for all, we need the voice of ultimate authority don't we yes and that's not you or I it's definitely not and I'm prepared if I'm told I'm being unreasonable I will I will live with it the sharp-eared amongst you may have spotted that none other than the voice of university challenge Roger Tilling provides the voice over for this podcast oh I love that voice that voice there's I... something about it stops you in your tracks well do you know and I wouldn't normally listen to anything a man says but uh, <laughs> in Roger Tilling's case I will make an exception so let's find out definitively once and for all Roger Am I being unreasonable to want to be left alone whilst browsing in shops? Lucy, you are not being unreasonable. Yes! I, <laughs> do you know what? I've always respected Roger. Oh, his intelligence, yeah, wisdom, yeah, yeah, yeah. sagacity. Mm-hmm. All what of those things. No, I don't I, even no, no, know. No, no, he's no. Much, he probably knows. He's very clever. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening. We will be back with some of the things that have caught our eye on the forum. And we'll have another guest to give their definitive verdicts. In the meantime, thank you to Mumsnet for having us and thank you all for listening. And thanks, Roger Tilling, for being right. <laughs> You've been listening to Am I Being Unreasonable? Brought to you by Mumsnet. Presented by Lucy Porter and Asma Mia and produced by Amanda Redman. You can contribute to the forum by registering at mumsnet.com. Follow them on Twitter at Mumsnet Towers and Insta at Mumsnet. And get in touch with the podcast by writing to aboopod, that's A-I-B-U-pod, at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks to Acast for hosting and most of all, thank you for listening. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.